People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. to another episode of 20 by 20 i am your host or co-host as, as it were joe and i am here with mr wrestling six for a special little bonus tidbit of an episode for episode two we decided to do this separately because of scheduling conflicts but mr wrestling six uh, for those of you who don't know is a huge bullet club fan so we could not help but to have him on episode two for sure he won't be on every episode due to scheduling conflicts but we had to make the special trip out to casa de six to to have him out for the episode how you doing Pretty good, man. Thank you for having me. He's sporting his uh, 8-bit Hulkamania Run a Wild t-shirt, which is available on Pro Wrestling Tees, yeah. is it not? Let's plug it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing my Naito shirt that, that he got for me for my birthday. That's also available on ProWrestlingTees.com. You can also find more information on Pro Wrestling Tees and uh, special sales through our website at 20x20crew.com slash pro wrestling tees. That's all one word. Episode two, we're going to talk about the WWE's Royal Rumble, the 2018 edition, and we're going to talk about the current state of the Bullet Club, which since uh, we're recording at the beginning of February now, so there's been a little time to sit and absorb both of these events and possibly what's going to take place in the coming months. Mr. Wrestling 6, I don't know if you know this uh you probably do by now ronda rousey is now all of the sense that it does make or doesn't make she's a full-time wwe sports entertainer how do you feel about that (laughs) uh full-time how come she hasn't shown up since (laughs) (laughs) um at first you know when i when i heard about the rumor and everything i was excited I, i think it's i think it's cool but with her entrance and the awkward and constant pointing at the WrestleMania sound or uh, sign, I, I couldn't help but laugh about it. Felt like maybe she was a little bit nervous and like didn't know what else to do. But hey, let me try this again. Type, you know, when her music first hit and she came out, I was excited, no doubt about it. But then it got kind of goofy for me, and it and it took away from that excitement. I think they did that because she's not ready to run on a mic yet. That makes sense. You know what I couldn't get over too in the segment was that fucking coat. That coat was like four times too big for her. It it has come out since that that is Rowdy Rowdy Piper's coat. That was just the comment I was going to make. Yeah, so don't get me wrong. I'm not pissing on the coat. It's just it looked silly on her. She looked like a little girl. In, in, like, her dad's coat, basically. Yeah, like, you know, at a birthday party, you put on your uh, parents' clothes and you walk around and show off your family. Everybody takes cute pictures, but that's not what that was supposed to be. At least roll the sleeves. Yeah, it, it made it, uh, she didn't look very imposing. You know, you can't, no. you want to come out and, like, challenge somebody to a fucking WrestleMania match, mind you. And what the hell? Just, no, it just didn't, it didn't work for me. I don't know how you feel, but Yeah, like, the way she was dressed, like, you'd have thought she was just going grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> to that music, right? Yeah, <laughs> with a punk rock attitude. <laughs> in in you're obviously a very seasoned wrestling fan. What would you have her do instead of what she did for that segment? I guess I could go two ways about this. 
here's the thing. Had she actually entered the Rumble, I didn't want her to win, but it would have made sense for her to win. I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad Asuka won. That's who I wanted to win that match. Me and too. Back to Rousey, I mean, like, if, I don't know. Would it, would it have been better to have, like, her and Asuka be, like, the last two, and then there'd be some kind of controversial ending where they both fall out of the ring, fall over the top rope at the same time, and then, you know, uh, whether it be fast lane or Elimination Chamber, they would have a match for that Rumble spot to choose their opponent. They could have done that. I mean, then you kind of, I, I feel you also kind of piss on Sasha Banks and, you know, like Becky Lynch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other way, too, is... You know, maybe they should have practiced some mic skills <laughs> before all this. I just think, you know, I, I you know, <laughs> I know there's a lot of WWE bashing, but sometimes I feel that's necessary. I'm not going to be one of these guys who just does it. I don't hate the WWE, but ultimately I'm not happy with the product. But there's always certain guys that I'm going to watch and certain women I'm always going to watch. But I just felt that they could have planned that better, whether she came out with a mic, you know, rush the ring and hit somebody. I mean, I, I don't know. Would it have been better for Stephanie co- to come from behind the commentator's booth and she go after Stephanie? There was there was some talk. There was some rumors going around before the Rumble. Once they once Stephanie got announced as a, uh, a ringside commentator, there was a lot of rumblings that she was possibly going to enter the Rumble herself, a la the one year they did it like that with the men's. So it, it was interesting to see how they played it out. Again, it was nowhere near my favorite segment of the night. I know these days in the company, they a lot of the actions of their superstars or sports entertainers, it's all scripted for them, like completely scripted. So there, there's very little last-minute audible calling. You know, there's no, there's no impromptu anything. Not a lot of thought required. No, for. Whatever reason, that's just the way they want. I know Vince has come on. Vince McMahon has come out and said that um, it's like a trust issue with all the talent. Like he just doesn't trust his talent to kind of think for themselves. Be that as it may, uh, for me it was a very awkward segment. I totally agree with that. Like I said, <laughs> now that she's full time, uh, let's see that. You know, I hope I, I hope we don't have like the female Brock Lesnar on our hands. And you know, when it comes time for her to wrestle, are we are we going to see a lot of like technical style? You know, yeah, we'll, close to we'll, the yeah, mat. we'll see. Will she pull off something akin to MMA skills or, or what have you? Yeah, that it makes sense for her to do that. I don't know if they'll let her do that. I mean, uh, you got the the other um, oh, what is her name from NXT um, who who got brought up. She's part of Absolution. Oh yeah. Um, she you know she uses a similar style. So hopefully hopefully that's uh, that's the case and they let her do that. We <laughs> we've got we've got our mascot Bones here with us. A.K.A. the Bone Soldier. The, that's right, the Bone Soldier. And by the way, he doesn't do paw or shake. He does too sweet. That's right. He, he he'll, does... he'll hit your too sweet hand with his paw. Please so. don't, please don't sue us, Vince. That'd be like someone stealing our original catchphrase. Right. So- what? What the hell was that? Try again. Try again. What the- let me try. Let me try. What do you say? What, what the hell? Do it, yeah, do it here. Cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, cease and desist. <laughs> you hear that, Bones? Overall, what'd you think of the Rumble? I thought the women's Rumble was the most interesting match of the night. Right? That was... That was... Like, the entire Rumble, like, they had... I like all the, the, the surprise entrance. I mean, obviously, we all had our suspicions. Like, you know, we thought we were going to see Lita. Of course, it was cool to see Lita. Of course, it was cool to see Trish. Uh, you know, there was a couple I could have done without, like, you know, Kelly Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty... <laughs> like, that was pretty I'm here. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> But overall, I'd say the women's 
I'm glad that they saved that for the main event. I was kind of surprised, but I'm glad that they did. Going back to the whole Rousey incident, me and Matt were talking in the other part of this episode, which is also available at 20x20crew.com. We were talking about when they brought Mike Tyson in for the whole Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels scenario. All right, so let's say uh, Rousey comes in to the Fed a la Mike Tyson back when they had him perform with Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin. How much of this Royal Rumble situation would it change? I think it would have changed big time. I think it would have left the fans thinking, what's going to happen? I also think it would have served notice to the other divas, hey, look out, I'm here now. You don't know who, what her intentions are, who she wants to go after. You know, even make your presence felt to Stephanie. Asuka. Uh, Asuka uh, won, but uh, during the segment, she did not get to pick her opponent. Out of those two, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair, which would you rather her have the match with for the championship? Definitely Charlotte. I think that's a better match. I'm kind of confused as to where they're going to go with all this. Because you have Vince McMahon who wants to entertain everybody and not have actual wrestlers. But here, if they do book that match, here you have an actual wrestling match about about to happen. How do you feel about that? I don't know why they're dicking around with this. I don't know if they're like trying to build the suspense. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what they're going to do. Like, well, at least I hope it is. What we want is what we're going to get. But maybe Vince's mentality is possibly, you know, hey, well, for the next two months, you know, we can't just keep saying that in two months they're fighting. <laughs> you know, we got we to gotta think of a way to keep this going, keep people entertained, if you will. Let's just run down the rest of the card. We, in the pre-show, uh, we have a six-man tag to start it off with Kalisto, Grand Metallic, and Lince Dorado defeating TJ Perkins, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. Uh, any thoughts on any of these guys? I do love Gentleman Jack. He is cool. I love the umbrella. At first, at first, I like. I thought it was kind of goofy, but then I watched a couple of his matches, and I said, I really like this guy. He's he's. <laughs> Sorry for using this word, but he's entertaining to me. <laughs> when he first started, he he just had boots and and trunks, knee and I think knee pads. Maybe no, no knee pads, right? No. <laughs> and a gentleman's handshake. And a, <laughs> a gentleman's <laughs> handshake, exactly. Minus the gimmick umbrella, but now he's in this almost kind of like a a, a rugged version of a three piece suit. How the hell do you wrestle in something like that? That's got to be uncomfortable, right? That's got to be very uncomfortable. Then it could be, you know, it could be, you know, them throwing a, a I don't want to say a shitty gimmick because it's it's not a shitty gimmick, but wearing a three-piece suit, to me, is <laughs> pretty shitty. And like, hey, well, let's see how you do with this. And they just they just keep dangling the carrot at them. I mean, I guess, you know, if they're going to throw them in any kind of a suit, it should be something akin to what Cesaro would come out of. Yes! You know? That's Te a great idea. Tearaway and the whole nine. I mean, shit, why not? Second match of the pre-show was The Revival, which is Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson defeating Gallows and Anderson in a little over nine minutes. I don't know about you fans out there. I don't know about Mr. Wrestling 6 here, but I'm kind of torn because I'm a fan of both teams. Obviously, Gallows and Anderson got all their hype and start because of the Bullet Club. But here you have, while Bullet Club is like counterculture in wrestling these days, you also have the Revival also being part of that counterculture where they're like extremely old school and that's their whole gimmick. They're bringing back the old school. I'm a fan of that. That's what I grew up on. I could I could regale you with story after story of watching old stuff like that. Um, 
and bore you to death like an old man. But I, I love it. I love I love their approach. I love the way they they wrestle matches. It's it's awesome seeing them. So again, I don't know how you feel, but um, these two teams just I want to see them both do very well. And to me, it seems like they're both getting the short end of the stick. I also love both teams. I totally agree that uh, Gallows and Anderson are being washed down or watered down, I should say. Uh, and that's a real shame. As far as the revival, you know, doing their uh, old school thing, don't get me wrong. My favorite tag team is Young Bucks, which is not a surprise to anybody who knows me. I love those guys. They're cool as fuck. <laughs> go meet them if you can. Yes. <laughs> and go watch them wrestle, more importantly. <laughs> but I love I love the revival, too. And, like, to me, that's, like, one of the greatest things about wrestling is you have all these different components. All these different things going on, different, you know, and, and, and that's the thing, too, even with wrestling fans. Like, you know, there's a guy that I love that you may hate. And, like, it just makes for good conversation and... Uh, Sorry for using that word entertaining again, but like, you know, it, it may probably I should just say it makes it fun. It makes it, you fun. know, to me, wrestling is the male soap opera. Yeah, it, as it should be. Right. I mean, yes. that's, that's what we're if if you don't think of it any other way, you're kind of kidding yourself. I mean, let's be honest. Right. Third match of the pre-show, Mojo Raleigh loses to Bobby Roode for the United States title in almost eight minutes. I'm not a big Mojo Raleigh guy. I know he's a former Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner, whatever that means these days. Your thoughts, your thoughts on both of these guys. Mojo Raleigh, yeah, Mojo Raleigh, sorry. I feel the same way. I think he's okay. I think potentially, you know, <laughs> maybe he could be something one day, but I, I don't hate him. Bobby Roode, I love. Bobby Roode, even when he was in TNA, I always thought of him as like, you know, like a younger Triple H. The way he held himself inside and outside of the ring, very much like Triple H, had, had the look, you know, great physique. It, he works he works well whether he's a heel or a face. When Beer Money was around and they were taking some time away from one another in TNA, Bruce Pritchard has come out on his podcast and shed a little light on James Storm coming over to WWE and trying out and they were not impressed because uh, apparently when he showed up he came as a completely different performer he was out of shape they weren't used to whatever he however he tried out was completely different than the way they were used to watching him in tna so they felt kind of gypped that he came over and kind of like half-assed it for whatever reason i think that speaks volumes about bobby Roode because here bobby Roode. I, even back then, I thought Bobby Roode was the, the one who anchored that team. Absolutely. And here he is now. I mean, shit, he's got a U.S. title around his waist and doing very well for himself in the company. That was the last match of the pre-show. We're going to take a break and pay some bills. Sit tight and we'll be right back. This edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by Amazon. Get your Amazon Prime subscription today. You get unlimited music, unlimited ebooks, unlimited movies and TV shows available through their Amazon Prime subscription, as well as free two-day shipping on many products through Amazon.com, as well as in certain areas, one-day shipping. So if you are an impatient person like me, you can get one-day shipping. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, don't forget the uh, unlimited photo storage, too. I think that's pretty uh, oh, absolutely. I don't have anything on my photo storage as of yet, at least nothing I could share with the public. But. Ooh. <laughs> 
It's photos of me and Kenny Omega. Are you jealous? I I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Tell them where to go. That's all I got to say. You can find more information on Amazon Prime subscriptions through us, and by doing so, you'll help us here at the show. You don't have to pay anything extra. You sign up for Amazon Prime through us. You get 30 days try out Amazon Prime. You can cancel anytime. We still get the love from Amazon. Go ahead and check us out at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Amazon. And we're back. We're back from paying some bills. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We're running down the 2018 Royal Rumble card, and we're at the first match of the actual pay-per-view. And we have AJ Styles, who is the current WWE champion, defeating Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in almost 16 minutes. You and I go way back when it comes to wrestling and being wrestling fans. We have always been AJ Styles fans, correct? Correct. Uh, 2006 for me. That was the first point. Yeah, actually, earlier than that. Earlier than that, we got to see him in 06. Yes. Yeah. When you introduced me to TNA. Yeah. You had told you kept talking about this AJ Styles. I had no idea who he was. And you're like, hey, you know, I'm gonna come over. Let's rent this pay-per-view. I forget it was it was either like their December or January pay-per-view. And I didn't know most of the wrestlers, but it was crazy and one of the best pay-per-views I'd ever seen. <laughs> I still can't remember the name of it. Uh, <laughs> but it opened my eyes to a lot of wrestlers that I've never seen before. AJ Styles being the main one. And back then he well, when he was with TNA, he was at the very beginning anyway of his TNA tenure, he was also still doing indie stuff a lot of the stuff was with nwa wild side which is based out of either florida or georgia yeah we've been huge aj styles fans for quite some time more than likely most of his career we have him here going over kevin owens and Sami Zayn. i don't know what they're gonna do with this whole thing i don't know how i feel about the two-on-one for a wwe title what do you think will happen if they ever defeat him i think if they you know were uh <laughs> co-champions it would either last like a week they lose that title on smackdown the following week or two weeks later or even maybe the next month has that um, ever been a thing co-champion Co no but you remember you my man when jericho and owens they, they were the best friends and they were they were both talking how they shared the title the universal title the, the, they uh, weren't but they talked about it I, that's I, I guess that's kind of loosely referred to as the the free bird rule where like yeah. The, yeah you know you have multiple guys in the group holding the title or titles as it were but uh I, yeah i don't know i don't know if that's ever happened before you fans out there if that's happened before you know, tweet us at 20x20crew or uh, find us on Facebook on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash 20x20crew, and let us know because uh, I'm drawing a big brain fart right here. Old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be, ain't what she used to be, ain't what she used to be. <laughs> um, the next match on the card, we have Jimmy and Jay Uso who came into the match as, as te SmackDown champions, defeating Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin in almost 14 minutes. And it was a two out of three falls match. The Usos won both the first two falls. So it didn't go to a third fall. Man, you know, a lot of people say a lot of things about the Usos. Knowing knowing their lineage and, and knowing who they're related to. I hate to say this, guys. For, the, for those who are not Uso fans, I think we're all being cheated here. These, all these, the Usos. And then you have Haku's boys in Bullet Club over in New Japan. They're all related. They all know how to work very well. They're capable of like the sky is the limit for all these guys what you're seeing in wwe right now with the usos small part of what they're actually what their potential is i don't know how everybody else takes them out there but man it's, it's cool to see them as champs kind of wish they would have better 
matches with more teams, but it is the WWE and they are restricted to just being on SmackDown. That That is no shot at the New Day, which I, I don't mind, or, or Gable and Benjamin for that matter. Your thoughts, your thoughts on these participants in this match? Not the biggest fan of the Usos, but I respect what they do because I know that they can bring it. When it winning both falls back to back like that, kind of like shit on the match for me. You know, if you weren't going to drop the belts on uh, Gable and Shelton, then you can at least draw it out better and made it more climactic, I think. Then we have the actual Rumble. We have Shinsuke Nakamura winning the Men's Royal Rumble by eliminating Roman Reigns after an hour and six minutes, give or take. I've been dying to ask you this question, man. How do you feel about Shinsuke Nakamura getting the, the Rumble win? I'm I'm glad he won it. It was either either him or Baller I wanted to win. And I'm glad he, I'm glad he won it. it. It wasn't like I preferred one over, over the other. I like both guys a lot. I'm glad that he did. I think uh <laughs> I think AJ and Shinsuke should be the main event, should be the should go on last on WrestleMania. But let's face we know that's not going to happen. I hope it's not the first match, but no matter where they're at in the card, I think they're they're going to bring the house down. Do you really think they would put them on first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, you know what? I also think, and, and it, it's only because, you know, we've, we're familiar with their New Japan stuff that they've done together. For those of you who, who are not familiar, check out our website at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash NJPW. Go and get yourself a new japan world subscription it's only like eight or nine bucks a month in u.s money and you'll you'll get to see all that stuff on their streaming service and it's it's brilliant stuff you, you will not be disappointed i really hope they don't go on first at wrestlemania that would that would break my fucking heart it would me too but at the same time considering the bs that they've handed us it wouldn't surprise me during the match, uh, Mr. Wrestling 6 and I were, were watching the Rumble together with friends of ours. And I it got down to Shinsuke, Roman Reigns, John Cena. There was a point where I actually told everybody in any other promotion, in any other company, this is where the crowd, the crowd gets listened to because they were clearly chanting for Shinsuke. Absolutely. The crowd gets listened to, and no matter whether the other two guys are heels or babyfaces, clearly Shinsuke's becoming the babyface, and the company would turn him babyface. And I I was so sure that he was not going to win. I, I was adamant about it. And sure as shit, they proved me wrong. I was really surprised to see him take the win. Just thought it was going to be more Roman Reigns, John Cena bullshit. You know me, I can't stand John Cena. I could give or take Roman Reigns, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, me, I, I I I can't stand John. So it was really awesome to me that uh, Shinsuke got the nod and got the win. I don't know that I like the placement of the match for for whatever reason. I thought they should have just had the the men's rumble right before the the women's rumble. You know, you could. I'm cool with the women's rumble being the main event. That's fine by me. I don't know why they had matches in between the two rumbles. That was kind of weird for because the next match. Is Cesaro and Sheamus defeating Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan for the Raw Tag Team Championships in about 13 minutes? I've grown to to love the bar. Well, I don't want to say love. I really like Cesaro. I, you and I have always been fans of Cesaro since uh, his, hey! his Ring of Honor days. <laughs> Him and Sheamus, they've they've gelled pretty well as a tag team, don't you think? Most certainly they have. Uh, at first, I you know I think we were all skeptical about it, but I also don't love, but I do like them. They have grown on me, and I mean they absolutely produce and. 
they click very well. You've got Rollins and Jordan, and I know part of this is their teaming up is partly because of Dean Ambrose being hurt. He's not going to be back for quite some time. I think initially after he got hurt, they said about eight or nine months recovery time for whatever his injury was. It was something to do with his elbow or his arm or something. Mm-hmm. Speedy recovery out there to Dean Ambrose. My daughter absolutely loves Dean Ambrose. To me, this was just kind of an afterthought of a match. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. I, I really don't like the combination of Rollins and Jordan. Jordan spent most of the time being quote-unquote knocked out in the match <laughs> or, or having head trauma, however you want to say it. And that's initially, eventually what cost them the title because Rollins did most of the work and he participated in the Rumble right before this match. So he had to be pretty winded. Absolutely. Their tag team division right now, if they didn't split brands, man, what a hell of a roster they would have. I totally agree with um, that. It sucks. It really does suck. I really think they should, as far as the tag teams go, man, just come back to one brand. And, and it's just it's just making all the feuds really stale. Yeah. I mean, especially that, especially since you're not moving the teams back and forth from right. brand to brand. The, that tag match for the for the tag titles. How many times have we seen that on Raw already? Yeah, that, that's another problem. You know what I mean? To, to me, it was just, don't get me wrong, it's not like it was a bad match, but it was a filler for time. Maybe you should have filled that time with Ronda doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Or someone else. I don't know. Get your sunglasses out, folks. That was a lot of shade. (laughs) Um, The next match in between Rumbles was was a fucking nightmare for me personally. Kane and Braun Strowman. being defeated by the universal champion brock lesnar in about 11 minutes as far as i'm concerned this was 11 minutes too long i i don't want to come across as being an advocate against big guys in wrestling i'm a big guy myself yes <laughs> but it was a lot of meat and for uh, having a lot of meat in the ring i man, i just didn't like it i'm not a fan of brock lesnar and his his whole situation in sports entertainment um, i hate the fact that he has a brand new title that now means nothing because he just defends it whenever the fuck he feels like it as opposed to when he actually should and if he thinks that's good for business he's wrong he's definitely wrong you want a fighting champion out there and i'm not saying he has to win every every title defense you know and i'm not saying he has to win clean but shit get out there and defend the title more his contractual obligations definitely get in the way of me liking this situation i am not a fan of braun Strowman either i think he's still really green and needs a hell of a lot of work in the ring. And Kane, Kane, out of all, out of the three of these guys, Kane is the one who actually carried this fucking match. He's he's the the uh, old roster workhorse. That that's all this match was, man. This this was like just pussyfooting around for eleven minutes. I mean, yeah, there was they took bumps and stuff, but come on, I I, I was not impressed whatsoever. I feel the same way about this whole Brock Lesnar thing, and I know I've said this before, and I gotta say it again. Like it just blows my mind that Vince McMahon allows this to happen with his belt he was so worried about bret hart showing up on wcw with his <laughs> world title and bret gave him his word i mean i don't want to get in that whole thing but my point being is that you're gonna let this guy take your title hostage not only that it doesn't mean shit anymore it ain't gonna mean shit until it get it, until it goes around the waist of someone worthy yeah, that's a good point i never thought about that it, it's it is kind of the same thing like he might as well go to a different federation with that belt right because it, it, the belt doesn't mean shit anymore that's that's a really good point. I never thought about that. You know, is just... Vince worried about Brock taking it to Jimmy John's? <laughs> Freaky fast. <laughs> and doing a commercial? 
You're not wearing a WWE merchandise T-shirt? Oh my God! Yes, Jimmy, yeah, he's gonna go Russell for Jimmy Johnson. Now. <laughs> that makes me hate Brock Lesnar even more. Jesus, I, I didn't think that was possible. It, you know, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it because you know it's it's a draw for a lot of people. It's, to me, it's a draw for simple-minded people who just don't know better. I mean, if if anybody is truly impressed with what Brock Lesnar is doing, tell us why. <laughs> Yeah, please Tell us hit, up, hit us up on Facebook or, or Twitter and uh, let us know, man. Let us know why you like Brock Lesnar. I mean, I, I can't imagine why you wouldn't <laughs> or why you would. But. but I mean, he's not the Brock Lesnar he used to be. He's not the Brock Lesnar that was fighting Kurt Angle and doing moonsaults. That is definitely true. And it, yeah, I miss that Brock Lesnar. Absolutely. I, I used to love Brock, but you know, let's face it. Ever since he came back, what was it, 2011, where he attacked Cena as the night after WrestleMania? I think so, yeah. Okay. At first, I was excited to see that, but then the bullshit that follows like okay i'm excited for nothing not not only that too but like i just i just can't see how vince allows like it almost i know he's not telling him what to do but it almost seems like brock's like he's just he's got vince by the balls he's got the upper hand in this situation like what he says goes yeah that's horrible that's and good. i and i can't believe that with the ego that vince mcmahon has that he allows us to go on in his company yeah very true and i mean just just for the sake of your you're selling t-shirts and you know i <laughs> you're not selling out shows i know that <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> even when they announced you know a month before that he's going to show up there all the shade even for a you know like a, a house show you know all the shade being thrown around we're gonna have to start selling sunglasses on the website <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Uh, and then uh, after that match, you had the final match of the night, which was the Women's Rumble. We already talked about Ronda Rousey. You and I both love that Asuka won. Any other thoughts on this this match? Uh, it was the first time they had a, a, a women's match, a women's Rumble match. Overall, what did you think? I loved it. Cool. It was definitely, the for me, it was the most interesting match of the night. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. There was a lot of surprise entrance in there, which for me is definitely a, a huge perk for the Rumble. You know, who's going to show up this year, you know? Was there some someone that didn't show up that you would have liked to have seen in the ring because uh you know i know we were kind of talking about uh, odb maybe being an entrant that would have been awesome i don't know what she's doing these days if anybody knows out there please let us know on social media bam <laughs> i can't think of anybody else right off the top of my head i i love that they had Kyrie sane in there her macho man-esque elbow <laughs> I, yes. lo I love that move it was cool to see that they had nxt females come up and and work work the match because let's face it that's what they're there for you know they're that's the next uh, logical move in their you know in the company for them to go from nxt to wwe raw or smackdown so it was nice it was nice to see some of them participate i thought they would have had a few more nxtiers in there but unfortunately kelly kelly and tori uh, wilson had to show up so yeah they're gonna be in the marine 11 that's what <laughs> and the hall of fame <laughs> That's why they were there. You know what? Now that now that you said that about the Hall of Fame, that's probably what it is. More than likely, they'll be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Because <laughs> they need... Yeah, yeah. I could see that happening before anything else. There before was, any movies. There was outfits in their wardrobes that they needed to wear. And like, what better place in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> the, I got all these shoes in my closet. I got to wear these at least once. <laughs> And that that's it for your for your Royal Rumble. Really quick, what about the Men's Royal Rumble? Was there anyone in there that you would have liked to have seen participate that wasn't that you could think Oof. of right off the top of your head? Oof. 
Any NXTers? Any? Uh, it was cool to see Adam Cole in there. I was gonna bring that up. To see Adam Cole was was awesome. He's get, he's getting some great pops. Alistair Black would have been a cool one to see too. Oh man, we are we are so pro Alistair Black here at the Twenty by Twenty crew. It's not even funny. We, that, we hope he gets a, an NXT title shot soon. Yes, the push he deserves, and I mean he's just awesome, and he has he just has a presence about him, and I man, he, I cannot compare it to the Undertaker, but and I and I can't even say it'll be like the next thing or anything like that but there's definitely some similarities there for me between those two yeah you took the words right out of my mouth and you know with with him that presence that he has it's it's almost supernatural and that's i think that's why we agreed to bring the undertaker into this conversation yes. but i agree with you i don't want him to become the next undertaker i want him to become the first alistair black absolutely if they play their cards right man you will have that that in-ring performer who who can actually perform and perform at a high level complete with that presence around him in Alistair Black if they give him the opportunity I I, I I see nothing but good things for that guy in the coming months and, and years just hope they uh, you know can give him a little bit of creative freedom they can they can trust him a little bit eh, not just him a lot of other guys a lot too. of other guys too yeah and you know be yourself or where do you where do you think this character what do you think it should be or where he should go next? Speaking or of uh, where people should go next, how do you feel about Rey Mysterio being in the Rumble? That was really weird to see. It didn't It didn't completely surprise me because I know what was going on with the whole Lucha thing. It didn't completely surprise me. It was cool to see him, but it also felt a little weird. I I was, I, I haven't uh, got Rey Mysterio in a few months, so I was a little taken back that he was so small because for a while there, if you guys didn't know, he was, he was probably juicing. He was pretty big earlier, earlier. I would say a few months ago he was pretty big so I don't know if that was hey don't come here all juiced up or or what the deal was but he clearly was off the stuff <laughs> don't come here looking like one of the Incredible Hawks <laughs> testicle <laughs> <laughs> all veiny <laughs> Because he was, oh my God. He yeah, was, he was. He was like a mini Papa Pump almost. That was pretty weird to see. Yeah, overall, the, the men's rumble. Kudos again to uh, Shins, Shinsuke Nakamura for winning. It was nice to see Dolph Ziggler return. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge Dolph fan. Uh, I don't think he 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 gets enough enough due in, in what he does for the company. I think he's he's cursed with being a good worker where they, they don't really want to push him. They're just using him to get other guys over, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, like they, they don't really, it's, it's almost like they don't finish a thought with him. Yeah. It was also cool to see the NXT champion, Cien Almas, in there. That was definitely awesome. Yeah, I didn't expect that, especially after him wrestling the night before. Yeah, and um, him being the champ on top of And him being the champ, yeah. Yeah. Overall, um, the Rumble is always an exciting time, especially because we don't always know all the participants ahead of time. Is there any other fantasy, fantasy style booking you'd like to do with this Rumble here? Someone you would would have liked to come in and surprise everybody or i mean i don't and i'm not talking like bring macho man's bones no no nothing <laughs> nothing goofy like that they, they're, they're definitely all alive what what i would really like to see is like a really big faction where like get a lot of get a lot of like factions uh past and present and let's, let's just go at it for a while and just have a, them all in the rumble yeah and time. like what, you could have done a couple different guys from ecw you know you could have had like uh rob van dam and tommy dreamer and you know maybe maybe the dudleys yeah you know what i'm i'm surprised the dudleys weren't in there um especially now that since they have been announced to be inductees in the hall of fame this year yeah exactly you know i just i just think you could have had a lot of uh, different factions you know you could have had what do they call themselves a new era bobby fish and oh yeah uh-huh 
the new yeah the new era or whatever they're called you know you could have brought even some like some goofy fun ones you know like write the censor you know <laughs> yeah that would you know cool. maybe maybe even as a little joke have spike dudley pop up you know something you had rockstar spud go you know toe-to-toe with him and they eliminate each other he's he is now the general manager of 205 Live. yeah i think it's it, i think it's just a matter before he starts wrestling again i agree and before we cover 205 live because i do have a question for you uh we're gonna pause pause for the cause as stone cold says and uh we're gonna pay some bills so hang in there and we'll be right back this episode of the 20 by 20 crew is sponsored by amazon prime sign up for a free 30-day trial and you get instant access to thousands of movies and television episodes you get to borrow Kindle ebooks. You also get unlimited free two-day shipping with no minimum order size. You don't have to purchase. You can cancel anytime and still show the 20 by 20 crew some love. You can sign up for Amazon Prime through the 20 by 20 crew by visiting our website at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Amazon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the support. And now let's get back to the show. And we're back. Uh, thanks again for hanging in there with us. Uh, we all got bills to pay, and uh, we thank you for all your support all the time. We just got done covering the 2018 edition of the Royal Rumble, and we ended with talking about Rockstar Spud and how he is the new general manager of 205 Live. Now, for those of you who are not in the know, it came out roughly two days ago at this point that uh, Vince McMahon has stepped down from overseeing all of the creative decisions for 205 Live and handed it over to Triple H. Let's face it, even if you're a diehard WWE fan, the 205 Live brand was suffering pretty badly. Whatever magic they had that began the project with the tournament that they had yeah. completely sucked out and, and gone gone by the wayside. I stopped watching it months ago. You know, I, I do check out results, obviously, but I stopped watching regularly quite a while ago because it's just not exciting anymore. You book all of these cruiserweight style wrestlers and then you take every every bit of that cruiserweight aspect away from them made no fucking sense to me but who am i i don't run a million a multi-billion dollar sports entertainment company so what do i know your thoughts i, w- I want to hear your thoughts i know you're uh, a huge triple h guy how do you feel about him taking over 205 I, Live? Think, I think it's a great idea see what he's done with nxt i'm not saying it's going to be the monster nxt is but i think it's definitely going to improve you know i was talking with somebody about this and they're like you know everybody bitches about vince mcmahon and you know think about all he's done yes Without Vince McMahon, we wouldn't have what we have right now. No doubt about it. But I think I'm ready for life without Vince McMahon. And I'm not saying like Vince McMahon needs to die. I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm saying that he needs to relinquish power. Sunglasses, people. Sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he does. He, uh, you know, we've we've covered on this podcast, or you'll hear it in in future episodes, where we do we do do a lot of Vince bashing, and a lot of it is, stems from him just seemingly being out of touch. Yes, with with the industry and and what people want. I mean, don't get me wrong; like I'm all for a good gimmick, but you're taking a whole roster of cruiserweight wrestlers and then telling them they basically can't be cruiserweights. How the fuck does that work? How the fuck does that work for for them to be their own brand? Like I, I man, I just didn't get it. Like it, it, it was almost I, f- I felt like it was going to become like just another like mid '90s or early '90s WWE or WWF where you had like all these. Ho- 
hokey gimmicks one right after another and no no wrestling to back it up so i'm excited i'm excited that h has taken over i have not watched the most recent episode but apparently the the changes have already started and and you can see it on on their programming if that's the case man i'm definitely excited and and i'll pick back up watching it again for a while there man that was brutal to watch and and it's a shame too because they they signed some really entertaining guys and and i i hope they continue to bring new new talent in you know obviously rockstar spud is only the general manager at this point but i think you and i can safely agree on that uh, sooner or later he's gonna rust yes and you know he he uh if anybody's watched his stuff in tna or impact whatever you want to call it he's another guy i don't want to compare him to bobby Roode, but i know i was talking about bobby Roode with this that he can be a face or a heel and it works he gets it yeah that that's all that's all i really wanted to ask you about 205 live because it just came up a couple days ago i'm always a fan of of what you have to say and and that's why you're part of the podcast oh thank you brother <laughs> we're gonna switch gears here now and we're gonna cover mr wrestling six's fa- favorite favorite faction here the bullet club before before we begin we'll, we'll set a little light on what happened so a few weeks ago during one of the new japan shows there was i believe it was an eight-man tag it was a, the bullet club with cody against uh kota Ibushi and members of chaos and at the end of the match cody proceeded to basically keep beating down Kota Ibushi, which caused, for whatever reason, caused Kenny Omega to come out of the back and save Kota Ibushi from Cody. And that's what began all of this. Now let's cut back to um, day before the Royal Rumble. They had a New Japan show in Sapporo. It was one of the, it was the second night of the New Beginnings shows. Kenny Omega defended his United States title versus Jay White, the Switchblade. <laughs> I love I love that gimmick on him. I it's think pretty it's cool. sweet. Pulls it off. Remind me, we'll put it on the website, but I gotta show you that that Jay White Bullet Club shirt that was like fan, fan made fan made one yeah really sweet shirt Matt might have shown me it I can't remember uh, we'll put it on the website for, for those of you who, who haven't seen it or, or want to purchase it because it is out there people are selling it so yeah Kenny Omega has a title defense against Jay White that night loses the title to Jay White and after the match it, it not even minutes later Hangman Adam Page of the Bullet Club comes out and essentially takes the title away from Jay White to show that he's interested he wants a shot without hesitation kenny omega who was still in the ring gets up takes the title away from hangman page and gives it back to jay white to kind of say like here this is yours you know you just want to take some time to celebrate with it and tells adam page to basically calm down now that kind of rubbed some of the bullet club the wrong way so out comes cody cody gets involved and because of all that marty Skrull comes out and tries to break stuff up and then nick jackson from the young bucks comes out and tries to calm things down and it did get a little worse before it got better but then it got better and it got to the point where things started to calm down and then matt jackson came out tried to pull kenny omega away from the scuffle and kenny omega not knowing who was behind him must have thought it was jay white that was pulling at him and without looking he basically violently shoved matt jackson who was already suffering from a back injury down on the mat that caused both of the young bucks to basically be done with the situation and leave the ring leaving skrull hangman 
and, and Cody to deal with Omega. That got a little more heated, but then it calmed down again and Paige, Hangman Page and Marty Skrull left the, the ring and even Cody and Omega seemed to be okay. So Cody opened the ropes for Omega to, as, as a, a, you know, extending the olive branch of friendship. And right when he was about to go through, Cody put the crossroads on Kenny Omega to save him from further assault. Kota Ibushi comes out and saves Kenny Omega. Now, since this has happened, there has been one show, and I believe it's it was probably just the Young Lions show in New Japan, but um, we will see the next chapter in, in this whole Bullet Club drama, I, I guess you, you would say, with, with everything that's going on. Have you caught any of the Being Elite YouTube stuff that's out there? The Elite. The Elite. The the elite, the elite, the the elite, the elite. I, but not not for this situation. I have not. Okay. I think that a lot of this stems from back in July when they had the U.S. tournament and Cody was trying to throw in the towel for Kenny. I think a lot of that stems there. I think a lot of it is there's some jealousy on Cody's part. I the thought it had even crossed my mind. Like you know. <laughs> It's already been done before with the NWO splitting them up. You know, you got the wolf pack and then the black and white. I can kind of see like these guys like taking sides. It's funny you mention that because for those of you who don't know, Ring of Honor has already signed Cody versus Kenny Omega for the Ring of Honor world title at their April 2018 Supercard of Honor show, which is also WrestleMania weekend. It is also their probably their biggest show of the year, suffice it to say. The kind of like subtitle on the card says Civil War. So it looks like they're going to go that way. Man, I don't know exactly how I feel about all this because in theory it's cool to see different like a faction split up into different groups but you and I have both been through the whole NWO thing from its inception. Let's face it, I'm not saying New Japan is going to be as as stupid with it as WCW was, but that leaves a, a, a bad taste in my mind. I think it's too soon to split them up. I think it's too soon. To, and business-wise, it's just, man, it, we're talking about like, and let's be honest, you know, t-shirt sales, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Although, uh, if, if you don't know also, uh, for you fans out there, the Bullet Club... Uh, someone, uh, someone in New Japan has dressed up in a, a teddy bear outfit, or you know, like a mascot. They had a, a a new Bullet Club shirt on that says "The Bullet Club is fine," you know, to promote what's going on with the situation. Uh, again, smart marketing. But I, I man, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would like to see multiple factions within the Bullet Club. No, I wouldn't. And in uh, the other the other thing I want to ask you too is, how do you feel about the the Japanese contingency not? really being a part of wow didn't think of it like that i mean they there was no they didn't come to the ring there has like none of them have come out and made statements you know neither of the gorillas of destiny uh bad luck fale takahashi none of these guys seemingly care right now that kind of also throws another monkey wrench into the situation what do you think what do you think they'll do will they take sides or will they be their own side that's an excellent point i didn't even think of it that way i do like i don't know if you talked to matt about this i don't know if you just said this earlier but he had talked about like you know maybe this is just like a big thing to throw off chaos you know what i never thought about it. i don't think we covered that in, okay. in in his part of this episode that now that interests me that definitely like interests me. it makes them tighter than they've ever been you know because they right now chaos is 
quite a few of the titles. You know, they're holding a lot of gold right now, especially now that Jay White has the United States title to add to that. So, wow, that's, that's really interesting. If you're not familiar, for those of you who are not familiar, there is history between Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. Years ago, they were a tag team called the Golden Lovers, and they they are an LGBTQ-friendly tag team. Uh, I had brought up to Matt in the other part of this episode, which you can also download or stream, the point that let's go that route let's let's make them a tag team kenny kenny leaves bullet club him and, and abushi go back to being the golden lovers you as a big kenny omega fan and a bullet club fan how do you feel about him possibly leaving and then also how do you feel about him being part of an lgbtq friendly tag team that doesn't bother me that <laughs> PG. L- LGBT. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a lot of letters. Yes. <laughs> that, no, that, no, no disrespect. That's that's not what we're here to do. That, um, does, but, that doesn't bother me. But all. for all intents and purposes, from now on, the rest of the podcast, we're just going to say gay. Fair? Fair. It makes things a little simpler. Yeah. You can... You can hound us on social media afterwards. I don't mean any disrespect. I don't. I don't. I don't care if they did the gay angle. It doesn't bother me in the least because that's not what I'm there to see. I'm there to see wrestling. Do you think there's uh, stock to be taken into that? Do you think they can go somewhere with that angle? Unless they're just trying to appeal to a wider audience. But I mean, that's. I don't. I. That's yeah. the only. I. I can't speak on on on. Uh, how how many fans are of that persuasion? Because it's something that doesn't come come up no. when we talk wrestling or no. when I go to shows or when we go to shows. So no, it never does. You know, kudos kudos to you if you are and you you like watching professional wrestling. That's awesome. Out of the out of the the friends and family that I have that are a part of that community, I, I only know a few that are into professional wrestling, and and it, it's very few. So. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, overall, I'm, I'm really at a loss. Like, I don't know what to think of all this. Even if they do the whole civil war angle, like, I just don't, I, I wouldn't even know like who's on whose side. No, you know, you I, I couldn't, other than maybe Cody and the Bucks staying together because of the whole all in thing that's supposedly happening. The in all September. in thing. And then, you know, Matt getting slammed in the, or getting shoved in the face by Kenny. By Kenny, right. So, whereas, you know. Now the the original the three guys the elite the, the the original elite is no more. That breaks my heart, man. Like I hate that. To uh, to throw a little more confusion uh, into the situation, the newest episode of Being the Elite shows Kenny Omega showing up randomly, like at an airport at the same time the Bucks uh, are there, and they're kind of like he's kind of like it's 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 portrayed as he's dodging them, and then at the end of the episode, uh, you see him walking. Uh, up to a hotel room door and he knocks on the door and the bucks open the door and you see the bucks open the door to their room and then they pan the camera back and they show kenny omega then they show the bucks and then they pan back to omega and kota abushi is there with him and they greet both of them into the bucks's room and that's how the episode ends so a little more uh, fuel to the to the fire that is this situation hypothetically let, let's take that route too how do you feel about Kota Ibushi becoming Bullet Club Bullet Club's gonna get bigger and better man I mean there ain't no stopping the Bullet Club man where, where where's the line drawn for you personally with the the amount of guys being in the club and then also its success um, how do you how would you compare it uh, do you think there's ever going to be too many guys do you ever think there's guys that shouldn't be in there I don't think there'll ever be too many guys because I think they've everybody's learned their lesson from the end of 
at all. Because that, that was, that's, that's a, a good that point. Was a huge part of, <laughs> that was a huge part of their downfall. Not the only thing, but a huge part. As far as anybody who's in there that shouldn't be, no. <laughs> no no at all or no so far? No so far. Okay. No so far. I know a lot of people uh, give flack about Chase Owens being in there. And to an extent, too, Takahashi. Although his, his whole Tokyo Pimp deal is, it's, it, it seems to work for him. I mean, e- even if he is a, like a low to mid card guy, and he makes it work. Yeah. At least for New Japan, anyway. I can't speak about anywhere else. Because um, as far as I know, he doesn't really do uh, any stateside stuff with Ring of Honor uh, that, that I can remember. I, I, I tend to agree with you. Everybody in there right now, so far with me, is is fine. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Ibushi being Bullet Club. Because he's so fucking babyface right now. And he, I don't know. They're still, they're still a heel faction, you know? True. And uh, how how he figures into this, I, I don't know. And. And that's that's a whole nother thing that I talked to Matt about on the other part of this episode was we kind of fan well I kind of fantasy book you know what they should do now is let's look at New Japan as a whole you have kind of parallel turns happening or or the possibility of parallel turns happening where you have Kenny Omega for the, in this situation because of Abushi saving him he could easily turn all the way babyface and that would lead him even. Uh, it would lead him it would have to lead him away from the bullet club to turn completely baby now i'm not saying he has to go to chaos or anything like that but for that to happen and for that to happen correctly i guess he would have to leave bullet club. do i see that happening maybe because let's face it kenny omega is has become this this pro wrestler who is going against the grain of an entire industry and becoming a, a, a trailblazer of a person this in the whole situation i mean he's doing things for a company that have never never been done before and it isn't it is affecting the entire industry not just his company i agree and then a parallel to him you have their iwgp heavyweight champion in kazuchika okada who has now started to become heel and whether or not they'll make him full heel or not that's what's going on with him where you have los ingobernables de japon and tetsuya naito kind of becoming babyface everybody's starting to cheer for them and, and you know naito at wrestle kingdom actually got a louder pop than okada it to me that and maybe i'm thinking too ahead here but to me that makes all the sense now you have the fans reacting to los ingobernables and naito as baby faces okada as a heel why not just slowly turn him heel over the course of the next you know three to four months and the same with omega draw it out three to four months if you don't know um the bookers for new japan jato and Gato are huge fans of Memphis wrestling. I know you're not too familiar with Memphis wrestling, but this has all the makings of such a slow double turn. And what excites me about this is, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I told you guys so, but if I happen to call it, I call it. You have Omega turning babyface, Okada turning heel for the months to come, and wouldn't it be too fucking perfect to have at Wrestle Kingdom 13 a rematch, Okada versus Omega, with them switched roles yeah and make kenny omega the heavyweight champ as a baby face again i'm not here to brag if it happens it happens you know it makes total sense i'd, I'd kind of be two for two being that my philadelphia eagles won the super bowl this year <laughs> <laughs> congratulations thank you um 
But how do you feel about all that? I know that's a lot to take in, and 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 we're talking like fantasy booking, like the whole yeah. fucking next year here. But I want to know. I want to know everything. It it I one one part it uh, it kind of breaks my heart because I like McKinney and the Bullet Club. Oh, but oh, it, man, I do. But, I but it also but it also makes <clears throat> so much sense for him to be the champion and not be in the Bullet Club and like I did this on my own. That's that's where he's going with this and. That makes perfect sense to me. Every time we turn around, he's he's either doing something or making verbal statements that are just they they seemingly are a fantasy and like they would never happen. Like the thing with Jericho, he comes out and says he wants to wrestle Jericho over social media, and then guess what? They're double main eventing Wrestle Kingdom, right. the biggest show of of the year. He has since come out and said that he would like to face Rey Mysterio. Yes, again, previous to this. It, it would be like most fans would be like, "Oh, he's just talking shit." But now they already brought Jericho into the mix. Why not Rey Mysterio? Do you do you see that happening? And and if so, uh, what do you think about that match? I do see that happening. I also think a lot of the reason why this this happened with Jericho and this potential thing with Rey Mysterio is, you know, yeah, they work for Vince too, and they do have some freedom to go ahead and do this you know go to new japan but i think vince is looking at the bigger picture which is that you know hey i get these i i you know i i get kenny omega over here i can get the bullet club over here and that's van that's vince's fantasy right there because <laughs> i really don't think that'll happen i mean you know it's anything whether it's wrestling or even life man anything can happen but i don't i really don't ever see kenny omega personally i really don't see him going there going to wwe going to wwe uh because but i See, I, I think that's why I, I don't I don't know if like Jericho got a blessing or it's in his contract that he has freedom to go to other organizations and wrestle. I don't it, know if that's it, how that it works. was. It was a little bit of both okay. for Jericho uh, with Mysterio. I as far as I know, he's not contractually obligated to the WWE. It was just the spot he was doing. Okay, and obviously we'll we'll know in the coming weeks and months whether he's signed any kind of a contract or not. But yeah, for one, I, I really love the idea of Omega just putting out there like, who's next? Who, who wants yeah, to come? Who, who wants to come? Uh, I think that's awesome. And whether or not it's whether or not it's appealing to you as a fan, he's Kenny Omega, and he's going to make that match appealing. Because let's be honest, I mean, there's a lot of people who are like, really, Chris Jericho, like, what can he do? And look, that was a hell of a match. Fucking ain't right. If you guys haven't seen that match, please do yourself the favor. I don't know if it's available on YouTube, but we do encourage you to always to, to pay for the product um, when you can. You know, and uh, you can you can do that. It's actually on New Japan World, and you can find all that information out over at twenty x twenty crew dot com slash podcast slash njpw. Or Access TV has it. Yes, they, and they replay, and you can also find the replay on Access TV if you have Direct TV, which is channel. It's three something. three forty five or three fifty four something like that. Something like that. It, it, do yourself, do yourself the service and go watch that match. Hell of a match. Uh, nonetheless, it's going to be quite an interesting few months here. You already have Omega and Cody signed for a Ring of Honor show in April, so we have that to look forward to. And then further ahead in September, somewhere in the United States, as far as we know, and and we're not saying this just because we're from Chicago, but we heard that the All In show that's supposed to happen September 1st is supposedly happen happening somewhere in, in our neck of the woods. If that's the case, I, I am more than welcome. I'm more than welcoming, welcoming them into in, into the city. Uh, I would love to have that show here. So guys, if you, if you guys happen to listen, 
please make it happen come come our way uh i think you guys know that chicago fans especially indie wrestling chicago fans are some of the most vocal passionate wrestling fans out there so i think it'd be a great fit for such an event chicago brings it when it comes whether whether it's music you know football whatever sport wrestling anything like that if if it's something that we love and we're passionate about we're going to bring it and we're going to show our appreciation we're also the home of pro wrestling tees which is the, they have their first brick and mortar store out in in the city itself and we were the first city to get a bullet club shirt how about that very true very true so yeah it's going to be a, a really interesting and exciting time in the in the next I'd, I'd say i'd say probably at least the next year of of wrestling uh whether you're watching wwe or uh or ring of honor or New Japan or, or any, any other uh, indie, as a matter of fact. Um, and any other last thoughts? Uh, did you hear really quick? Did you hear about Omega talking about Big E from the New Day? No. He came out and said that he thinks Big E is underutilized and he sees Big E being a heavyweight champion or the potential to be a heavyweight champion. Uh, and Big E was shocked and, and uh, very appreciative of the of the comments. It, it is no secret, or it should be no secret. Kenny Omega is a fan of the New Day and vice versa. And they've they've kind of gone back. Him and the Bucks have gone back and forth on social media over the past year and a half, two years, kind of putting it out there and, and having a little bit of an exchange with each other. You know, the New Day put out bootios and the Young Bucks put out super kicks and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, they're very well aware of one another. That's another kind of fantasy booking that has come up. In, in recent days where you would have Kenny Omega eventually going to WWE and becoming part of the New Day. What do you feel about that? That would be some shit right there. <laughs> but before I go into detail on that, I, I just want to say, you know, I'm sure both of you know that when Kenny Omega talks and he's not there to like talk talk shit. He calls, he calls it like it is. He says what he feels, whether it's a compliment or I mean, if it's taken as an insult. But I mean, he's about being professional. He's about letting what he does show in the ring he lets his sure. actions he lets his actions speak for him and when he when he does say something it's meaningful it's not it's not trash talk it's it's not a potty mouth it's not a potty mouth <laughs> <laughs> i think that's gonna do it for this episode please take the time and oh any last thoughts on your end mr wrestling six no yeah with that said we're gonna leave you here we hope you enjoy keep enjoying professional wrestling and if you if you like the show and you want to comment or, you, or even if you don't like the show help comment give it you know reach out to us on the social media you can find us on instagram at instagram.com slash 20x20 crew you can find us on twitter tweet us at 20x20 crew know how you feel about bullet club or use your potty mouth use, yeah you yeah use your potty mouth we are potty mouth friendly here <laughs> and uh you can also find us on facebook our official page is at facebook.com slash 20x20 crew and again we also have our, our main website where you can find information about new japan world and the wwe network and, and all of our sponsors and also extra content for each episode you can find all that information out at 20x20crew.com wrapping up here this is joe mr wrestling six and we're gonna sign off with uh, not a one but a two, two. sweet 
This edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by Amazon. Get your Amazon Prime subscription today. You get unlimited music, unlimited ebooks, unlimited movies and TV shows available through their Amazon Prime subscription, as well as free two-day shipping on many products through Amazon.com, as well as in certain areas, one-day shipping. So if you're an impatient person like me, you can get one-day shipping. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, don't forget the uh, unlimited photo storage, too. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. I don't have anything on my photo storage as of yet, at least nothing I can share with the public. Ooh. (laughs) It's photos of me and Kenny Omega. Are you jealous? I I don't even (laughs) want to talk about it. Tell them where to go. That's all I got to say. You can find more information on Amazon Prime subscription through us and by doing so you'll help us here at the show you don't have to pay anything extra you sign up for amazon prime through us you get 30 days try out amazon prime you can cancel anytime we still get the love from amazon go ahead and check us out at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash amazon